0: Welcome to the Trainer Life Podcast. My name is Danielle Harrison and I am a certified personal trainer and corrective exercise specialist. And I've been in the fitness industry in New York City for over 10 years. I've learned a lot and met some amazing people along the way. So if you are always curious about the ins and outs of the industry from a woman's perspective, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Trainer Life Podcast. I am Danielle, your host, and thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm so happy to be back with you all. And thank you if you have been listening since the beginning. I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time out to listen. I appreciate you dealing with my ups and downs when it comes to posting, um, posting, um, uploading my podcast and just bearing with me while I navigate life, school, working, balancing out my time. So I always say I'm going to try and get better at it. In the last episode, I do mention that I am looking for a podcast editor because I feel like it's where one of my biggest problems is, is that I can get the podcast recorded, but it almost takes the exact duration of time to edit, probably even longer than it does to record. And especially being in school with the amount of the the level of assignments i'm getting the duration of time i have to do them sometimes it's very hard for me to get the editing in not so much the recording of the podcast so if you are if you know how to edit podcast you work in this type of field you know someone you do it whatever the case may be please let me know you can go to instagram at the trainer life podcast or you can email me um the trainer, life at gmail.com. and then in the subject line please put you know podcast editor or you know podcast help or something like that and same goes if you have questions comments concerns idea uh, podcast topics or people you would like me to reach out to to be a guest on the show like i said i can always ask and what's the worst that someone can say they're not interested so i am not opposed to asking anyone to be on the show so that's definitely it. Big reason why I want to try and become more consistent, so it shows consistency in my uh, uploads. Alrighty, so let's get into today's topic, and that is going to be no more new year, new me, and or new you. And so today is December 16th. Let me look at my computer real quick. Yeah. So it's December 16th. And normally I would have said to start this on December 1st, but my life was just going in each and every single direction that it felt like. So I would say start planning now for next year. What do you want your goals to be? You know, not only in professional, personal life, but you know, this is a a fitness podcast. What are your goals? And then we're gonna break those down into large goals, like mini goals, micro goals, and things. So, large goal might be you want to get stronger. You know, you know the quintessential one. You want to lose weight, but then break that down into smaller goals you know, like a year long goal, then your quarterly goals, and then break that down into micro goals. You know, a micro goal would be, I just want to drink more water. I want to get up and not sit for 13 hours. And you'll hear me say that a lot in my podcast, like someone sits 13 hours, because I have a lot of clients who work from home and work for companies where they are in different time zones. So they are sitting at like from like 4 o'clock in the morning to, you know, 7 p.m. at night because of the different time zones they have meetings in and then they work in. So that's why you'll always hear me, just like, it's like, where did she pick that number from? Because I genuinely have clients that have that type of life. And I say to them, can you get up? Can you take a meeting standing? Can you just walk around your apartment? Can you go walk around the block? Not, yes, it's for your physical health, but also for your mental health. So that's what we would consider a micro goal. I'm gonna add more protein. I'm gonna be intentional and eat more vegetables or something like that. Those are our micro goals. You know, I'm gonna make sure I show up to class or I'm gonna not cancel on my trainer and commit to two days a week or something like that. So that's your micro goals. Your quarterly goals are more so, you know, a, a quarterly goal. Kind of think if you're in business what are the quarter, like, what are your projections? So you're like, Alright, well, you know, i my micro goal is twice a week. But by the time I, we get up to three months, I'd like to be, go, you know, working with my trainer three times a week, I would like to be working with a, you know, my trainer three times a week, and then take class once a week or something like that. Or, you know, on the weekends, I commit to going on a walk or something like that. I know I have clients who do that where they have families and children. And it's like, okay, on the weekends, what I can commit to is I take my kids to the park or you know, a child has a game one of my clients, she walks around the soccer pitch. She walks around, you know, while her son is, pra- while they do practice, and then she comes and sits and watches his game. But while he, they're doing like their warm-ups and everything, she'll just walk around the, the soccer pitch to get a few steps and get her body moving and then sits down and watches her son play. It's those little tiny things. And it's like making those consistent, those consistent changes in your life. People don't realize that it breeds big results so i say that is something um to think about and then your overall you know your yearly goal where do you want to be at the end of 2023 which i know is very daunting to think about but you know just an overall view trajectory how do you what does it look like to you because sometimes especially for me i love to write things down it's great to put them in your iCal, or if you have an android you know do you with that <laughs> no shade to android users kind of a little bit i was shading but I like to write things down. I don't know what it is, but there's power in writing it down and having it in your handwriting and seeing it and knowing that it it came you know, out of your arm. I don't know. It's just something like I'm way more committed to doing something when I put it on paper as opposed to typing it. So that might be something you wanna change if you're like very much like an online digital, you know, your diary's digital, your calendar is digital, this is digital, like you use apps for everything. Just get a simple marble notebook, like back in the day or a spiral, whatever floats your boat and tickles your pickle and a pen and just write it down. And if you do try that, please let me know if if it did anything different for you, if you were more intentional, more committed, Um, if you just saw a difference in writing down your goals and your plans versus typing them. Just out of curiosity, because I just, I'm not even sure what the difference is. But for me, I definitely, and I know that maybe it's an older person thing, but I definitely know a lot of trainers do that. We are all all like, oh yeah, when it comes to like our workouts, you'll see us rocking like notebooks or we might put it in the notes in our phone, but then we go and put it on paper even when I have my clients' programs, I actually carry like a notebook around with my clients' programs. And then if they need them uploaded or on an app or something, I'll put them in later. But for me, I like to write them down, especially because sometimes they have to make alterations. So I train a lot of clients in their buildings and they have gyms in their buildings. Well, if other residents are in there and I had a whole, you know, dumbbell cable workout going into a BOSU and then all of a sudden there's like, sometimes there's nobody and the next thing I know, there's 12 people in there. I may not have access to my whole program. So it's way easier for me to sit there with a pen and reprogram than have to go onto like my um, iPad and be like, oh, let me me type. It's just, to me, I'm like, boom, handwriting. It just works a lot quicker. And that was me making a noise. You can't see me. I was like, like writing. In case you were like, what was that noise? That was me, but you all can't see me. (laughs) And then, Another thing I want you to think about is you don't have to start on January 1st. Everybody, oh, you know, it's midnight, it's January 1st or January 2nd. Don't do that to yourself. Don't get caught in the hype. Start, I say, you know, January 15th might be a great day. Stop st- Stop starting on that exact same day. When, are, when do you realistically want to start? Because this year. New Year's Day is on Sunday. So, you know, second seems like a very realistic time to start. The second, it's a Monday, let's get it. New Year, new, eh, eh. whatever. I think a lot of people are going to have the second off. Um, from work. Because I know when usually when a holiday lands on a weekend, you either get that Friday or that Monday Also, most likely a lot of people are going to have that Monday off. Take the Monday off. You don't need to go hard on that Monday because it's the second. Like you can start on the 10th. You can start on the 15th. You can start on the 20th. You don't have to start on the first or the second. What? Pick a day that is comfortable for you. You're get, if especially if you or a parent or something like that. The kids are going back to school on the third. You're going to have to get back into that rhythm where you traveling for, you know, the holidays, you've got to, you know, get the kids up, take them to school, get yourself to work, make sure the clothes are cleaned. You're going to have to go grocery shopping. You need to plan out the workout. You need to do all these things. It doesn't have to happen on the second. No one said it had to happen. You can start now. it's December sixteenth when I'm recording this, you could start tomorrow if you wanted to, you don't have to start on the first or the second or on that Monday. Okay, the results, if you start 10 days later, trust me, it's not going to hamper and all hell break loose on your results. So pick a day, you know, if you are new yearing new me one, like I said, if you are like, I want to make actionable micro goals for yourself. Just pick a day that's comfortable for you if you choose to do it. You could start now. You could start this week. I'm going to be a, make be more conscious about drinking water. I am going to make sure that I eat at least one serving of vegetables a day. Something like that. You start right now. But if you, I'm not gonna, you know, chain on anybody who goes, no, I like a new year, new me. And I go, okay, cool. But you don't have to start on that day. All righty. Now I kind of, my next bullet point kind of goes into what I just said, but now is the time to make your realistic goals. So that kind of just, you know, kind of uh, uh, funnels into what we were just discussing, or I was just discussing, was make your goals realistic, have those micro goals Quarterly goals and those yearly goals. So, by having those micro goals, it seems way more palatable, feasible, and quarterly goals gives us gives you a chance to reflect and say, "Hey, am I actually doing what I set out to do?" And then your yearly goal is, you know, this time next year, did you achieve what you wanted to in January? Now that you're in December of the the, coming into December of that year, let's step. Let's stop the go hard or go home mentality when it comes to the gym. And that, I think that is very important. We let's get rid of that. You don't have to go hard to be effective. And I actually had this conversation with um, a woman that I work with at one of the studios, and she's been a coach for many years. And we had this conversation. She goes, you know, it used to be the whole go hard, go or go home. No pain, no gain. If it's not hurting, it's not working. We, we were talking about all these like old school sayings. And she goes, you know, that's not it anymore. It's more train smart, train effectively. You should not be in pain. Sore doesn't always mean you worked hard. It's more about when what I tell my clients is you want to challenge yourself, but you need to be able to show up again. If you are so sore and so tired and so fatigued from your workouts, they're too aggressive for you, you should be able to show up the next day. Now, sometimes some workouts, they're going to give you a little bit of a a soreness, or you're going to be like, wow, you know, I feel my chest muscles, or I feel my glutes and everything, but you shouldn't be walking like a duck. That means you might have gone too heavy that day. But it's more about I say your training should put you in a position where one, you can show up the next day or whenever your next training session is. And two, it shouldn't impede you from doing other things. That is very important. So Get rid of that mentality, especially if you're going to start working with a coach, working with a trainer, taking classes. You need to start where you are. If you have not gone to a gym in over a year, two years, and you take a class that involves treadmills, you should not be sprinting at 10 miles an hour on your first day. Don't do it. Crawl before you walk, walk before you run. And that's what I always say to people in my classes. I go, some people have been here and been with me for over a year. Do not try and do what someone else in the class is doing. You need to do what you need to do. And it might not look exactly the same as your neighbor. So your neighbor is there for you to to, to, achieve to cheer each other on and encourage one another, but don't worry about what they're doing. And I used to say that a lot in the TRX class that I used to uh, teach, loved this class. And I had a couple of students, about a handful of students who were with me for like four or five years taking my TRX class. So I would give them more advanced things, especially because they were so committed to coming to my class. I wanted, my commitment to them was that I want you to advance so certain people in the class, if we were doing certain movements, I'd be like, okay, you know, I would call them like my TRX OGs. You all can work on handstands. Everybody else, if you have no idea what a TRX OG is, you're not doing that. And then they would see like the people in my class start doing like handstands and stuff in the TRX straps. And I would be, and the the new people would be like, "What? what? And I would say, these people have been with me for over five years. That's why they're doing handstands in a TRX and the rest of you are not going to do that. I said, because this is what consistency does. I said, they have been coming consistently for five years. So we get, so they get to play and have a little bit more fun because of the work and consistency they have put in with showing up, learning, educating, but they all started the exact place that you all did. They're all starting with shoulder mobility. They're all starting with rows. They're all starting with planks in the straps and learning to pike and do tucks and, side planks to make sure their core is strong, you know, shoulder mobility. I was like, they all started with these movements. So some people I'm like, if you think that's cool and you're like, oh my God, that's amazing. Then this is where they all started. And they all would be like, oh yeah, yeah. One person was like, oh, I, you know, I was horrible. I couldn't do anything. I could barely hold myself up. And it's like, now look at where he is now. Look at where she is. So that is very important that you do not have to try and keep up with everybody show up where you are, but don't be afraid to try. And that's fine. All right. So next point. Let's step, let's stop with six. I can't read my own handwriting. Sorry, I'm stuttering. <laughs> I literally can't read my own handwriting right now. Um let's stop with the sixth day a week without any with restrictive diets that you're going to give up by Valentine's Day. All right. That is something, especially in the fitness industry, you know, we see so much. I'm going six days a week. I'm going two hours a day. I'm on keto. I gave up dairy. I'm doing 1,200 calories. Stop, 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 stop. Stop it. Just stop. Commit to three days. Someone goes, well, I can commit to five days. I go, so, okay, we're going to do three. And I go, four will be great. They go, no, no, no I can do I go, eh, No. I literally like, I I've been in the industry for so long. I've trained so many people taught so many classes. I just, you know, always kind, but I tell people I've been in this industry for a very long time. I'm also a human being too. I know how this works. You may be, and if you get five in amazing, but if you get three, we need to be happy with three. You Somebody goes, well, I only, know, I always hear, oh, I, I only eat 1,200 calories. And the first thing I say to someone is you must be hungry. Because 1,200 calories is what they give infants when they leave the hospital. I'm like, so you must be hungry as a grown adult. All right. Care about the quality of the food you are eating. Care about nourishing your body. Care about fueling your body for a workout and enjoy your meals, stop looking at food as a restriction or I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. Just think about eating well, that's it. And sometimes people are like, well, I don't cook or I don't have time, I'm like, perfect. Get a Costco rotisserie chicken, all right? Bake a potato and and microwave some broccoli we will take you, 10 to 20 minutes. Boom. I live off rotisserie chickens from a local grocery store in my neighborhood. They are a lifesaver. Do you know how many meals I can make out of a rotisserie chicken? I literally think I'm going to do an Instagram post about how many meals I can make out of one rotisserie chicken. And granted, I can make it less. I make a soup out of the the carcass. I make fajitas out of the breast. And I just like legs and thighs. I'm a dark meat girl. Throw your shade wherever you want. I like dark meat okay the legs the thighs the wings yes 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 but with the breast i will make fajitas i'll take the carcass and i'll make a stock and i'll make soup and i'll freeze the soup for the coming week or make broth you know or eat. you can do a whole lot with packaged things you know that is way better than you eating you know some packaged pre-made dinner meal So that is an option for you. Now, do I personally like microwaving my vegetables in a plastic bag? I don't. But if that is the only way you are going to consume a vegetable, just microwave it. All right. It's better than you not eating a vegetable. Just be realistic. What can you do? And I also mentioned that don't have all these restrictive goals that you're going to give up by Valentine's Day. And research actually shows that. By Valentine's Day, over half the people who committed to a new year, new me have already fallen off and they are not showing up at the gym. So let's attempt for this year not to be the year. And hopefully by building out these consistent ideas, goals, thoughts, and making them, what is the word I'm looking for? I guess realistic. I said that you will have a better chance of succeeding and holding on to your goals. And my next point will be, what changes can you make that will still make you feel like you're doing things, but not so harsh that it won't be sustainable? All right, that's my question for you. What changes can you make that will still make you feel like you're doing things, but not so harsh that it won't be sustainable? Is it gonna be getting a coach, getting a trainer? Again, drinking more water, committing to drinking a certain amount of water. Cooking two meals in a week. If you're someone who just orders out, orders takeout, you know the door DoorDash is your best friend, you just look at your credit card receipt and it goes DoorDash, DoorDash. That's fine, but can just two days a week, can you commit to, one, it's gonna save your wallet, gonna be like, okay, I am going to cook my breakfast, take my breakfast, pack my lunch, and I'm going to make a dinner just two days a week. One, that's, again, I'm going to help your wallet. And two, it's a small, actionable step you can take. You might eat out every day of the week, but maybe Friday and Saturday are those two days that you're like, no, 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 I'm not buying anything. It has to be made. I have to cook it. Or again, rotisserie chicken, Microwave broccoli and put a potato in the air fryer. Meal. You can even make a steak in a, in a ninja. I tried it. It works. All right. Two days. Can you do that or whatever it is for you? And yeah. Uh, so I think that's what I have for you today. Just add movement and it doesn't have to be a structured movement as well. Like I said, stand. I think I mentioned it in my previous episode because I'm actually recording these back to back. During a Zoom meeting, I've told clients, can you stand up? If you're in a two hour Zoom meet call, that is like your fourth two hour Zoom meeting call for the day. Stand up during one of them. I'm like, prop your laptop up and just stand during that meeting. I'm like, what are they going to tell you to do? Sit down in your own house? Stand up. If you, if you don't have to be on camera, put your headphones in and walk around your apartment. Small things, micro goals you can have. What can you do? All right, so that's this episode. No more new year, new me, or if you're going to do it, make it realistic, fun, exciting, actionable steps that aren't gonna make you feel like crap and steps that you're not gonna just completely kick to the curb by Valentine's Day. That is really what I want everybody to get from this episode is one, you don't have to start on January 1st, January 2nd. You can start on January 15th. You can start on January 20th. Two, you also don't have to start. You can just start making actionable steps right now on today's date. I am going to make sure the first thing I have in the morning before my cup of coffee is eight ounces of water. That That is an that is a actionable step. When I have at the end of my day, when I've been sitting all day, I'm going to stand up And walk around or walk around the block for 20 minutes just because not so much because I need to lose weight. But because you've been sitting for, you know, 13 hours and it's good for your posture. It's good for breathing. It's good for your mentality to get out of the house. (laughs) I have clients sometimes, they're like, what's the weather? Like, I haven't been out in three days. I'm like, okay well, it's cold because we're in the Northeast. And two, you should probably go walk around the block. They're like, yeah, I should. I'm like, yes. You know, they do come down to the gym because I train them. Again, I live, I'm in New York City. So we're in high rise buildings that with gyms inside of them. But I'm like, yeah, just walk around the block a few times, get some fresh air, get some oxygen. I mean, it's not the best oxygen in Manhattan, but still it's fresh air. So these are things, what are things you can do? So I think I had, this is very similar to my first episode from last year, but I think it, you know, it needs mentioning again, because if everybody always starts new year, new me, then I can have a similar episode from last year, because maybe you need a reminder. Alrighty. So I hope this episode is helpful for you. If you have any questions, you're like, I want to work with a, coach. I don't know where to start. Biggest thing, I don't know where to start. How do I start? What should I start with? What movements should I do first? Let me know. We can do a whole episode about those movements and break them down a little bit more thoroughly. What you should be looking for when you're doing these movements, how you should be feeling. Is that something you'd be interested in? So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day with whatever it is that you are doing. Drink your water, eat your veggies, eat a cookie and live your best life. All right. I'll see you later. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of The Trainer Life. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And I will see you all next week. Have a great day, everybody.